My name's Alex, and in a couple days, my wife and I are having a baby. This is the first entry in an audio diary podcast I'm calling, Are You There, Pod? It's me, Dad. Every week, I'll recap the previous week in figuring this parenting stuff out in real time while calling up my friends that all had babies within the same month I did. So come with me as I figure out parenting on the fly. Rana here. Are you ready to bring a little glamour back into your life, pardon me? Are you ready for another fabulous evening in the carriage house? Well, join Brian Safe, maybe you've heard of him, and you know who, on Sunday, April 18th for our Oscars preview party live from the Carriage House. We'll be coming to you live from Marblewood, Massachusetts, excuse me, with games, prizes, surprises, pardon me. Uh, and of course, our fabulous experts from Variety Magazine, Kate Arthur and Adam B. Very, a.k.a. Madame Bovary, will be with us to go over our top categories and our picks, who should win, who's going to win, and, you know, a couple of people that maybe we think were overlooked. But we'll get into that on the night, pardon me. So join us for another incredible live event. Go to askrunalive.com to get your tickets. And you can also pick up an exclusive meet and greet, pardon me, one-on-one with either Brian or guess who? Rana. That's me. So we'll see you live in the Carriage House on April 18th, 5 p.m. West Coast, 8 p.m. East Coast, whatever time that is in Australia. We can't wait for another fabulous, fabulous party in the Carriage House. You're invited. Kiss, kiss. Here we are, Brian. Yes, we are. Here we are, Rana. We are the same, but there's some song. We are the same, but different. <laughs> you and I? Well, no. You and me? Sorry, I have to correct myself. Here we go. This is how we're going to start this. I would have said you and I. You and you and I. I am the same. I don't, you know what? These you people know what? have me so turned. Me is, you and me, this, you and I. These people accuse us of not selling fair trade coffee, of They've having bad grammar. I mean, okay. we are- Well, you know what? As long as we're here on the free feed, because <laughs> okay. we, we've addressed this on the Patreon. Yes. Uh, we're going to address this here, and then we're going to get straight to what we're really supposed Our to be Our coffee today. is fair effing trade, everybody. There was a so, question about whether it was or wasn't. It, it is. wasn't a question. It was an attack. Accusation. It was, You're and right. It, and it, I'll tell you something. It wouldn't have bothered me as much as if he, as if he had given us a five-star attack, but he gave sure. us a three-star attack. But just the assumption there of yeah. y- their coffee isn't fair trade. It absolutely is. Don't and you ever people that listen to, like to that. the show know, because we addressed that at the very beginning of we the did. coffee. That it was we fair did. trade. So- so listen, Enough if you want to get back, that. yeah, that's done. I just ask ronacoffee.com if you want to get back at that three-star rating. Yeah, if you want to show that guy what's what time it is. You're buying you fair trade. order a delicious, gorgeous free trade coffee at askronacoffee.com. Correct. I'd rather be looking at it than looking for it, as I ask always say. Wanna, free shipping I. on all domestic orders. Believe it. $3 off when you subscribe. That's Cancel right. your subscription anytime. You decide the frequency. That's right. Now that our business is out of the 
way. Can I ask you something, Rana? Yeah. Where are you? I don't recognize your setup. Well, that's ridiculous because I taught everyone knows. Okay. Again, this has been addressed, but you had the Sputnik vaccine. I, I don't really trust the, the Tesla research. manufacturer. And I understand that the New Yorker did an article about how fabulous the Sputnik va- vaccine is or that it turned you just get out it in to your car fabulous. or at the Tesla dealership in Boston. But until that data is truly analyzed, I mean, mm. this is, look, it's not my fault I don't trust the Russians. It's their fault I don't trust them. You're because exactly they're always right. running a misinformation campaign. So for me, I really felt I needed to quarantine away from the Karen carriage house. We you, normally, you know, we have, I'm in one room, you're in the other room, that sort of thing. True. So I'm in one of my son rooms uh, at the moment. Well, who's and, that man in the back, that terrifying painting? Oh, that's just Holocaust art. That's just a little Holocaust art. What? Yeah. No, you know. what do you, no, I don't know. What do you mean? Well, you know, they had such wonderful artists and artisans um, yes. who came through Theresienstadt. And that's just some ad that I bought that was produced uh, in, that was really a transit camp, uh, less so than a concentration camp. Right. Correct. Yeah. Like that's a, a little... giant, like a giant ghetto. Oh, it was awful. Absolutely awful. Well, now I'm scared. I visited I... on my birthday, as you know. Yeah. That's right. That is like yeah. what, how you like to celebrate, yeah. right? And then you go to a Michelin meal that night. It was wonderful. <laughs> my idea of how a day should be spent. Life Not affirming. to mention, everyone knows Rana's birthday is in January, so I wouldn't say it's like perfect weather conditions. Freezing either. cold. No <laughs> one was there. It was like having the place to myself. Life affirming. Sure. Samba. Yep. Transition. Have a beautiful walk uh, along the river. And then I had a gorgeous, gorgeous Michelin star meal at a place called Field, which I'm hoping is still open, but I don't know what's going on in Prague. Who the knows moment. these days? Yeah. Well, Rana, now I feel badly that I called that picture terrifying. It just is looming. Wait, so, excuse me, was drawn inside of a transit camp or in a concentration camp, whatever you want to call it. Terrazine. Sure. Yeah. Uh, of course it's, of course it's terrifying. It's Famously ex- the camp from Suspiria. It is expressing, uh, that's right. It is expressing, uh, the inner turmoil and the, it certainly um, is, you know, well, it's beautiful. Well, thank you. I'm glad now you like it now that I told you where it came from, but yeah. you know, it's just a little Holocaust art. In any event, you say it. Yes. Speaking yes. of, we got we went uh, down the road of remembering how precious life is, and and our theme today, some Rawr. would say, <laughs> save you, pirate. We're gonna get there in just a minute. That was a lion. Oh, Rawr. a terrifying lion. Is that what that was? It was supposed to be a sexual lion. Oh, really? Like an animal instinct, like, whoa, or whatever. <laughs> well, I suppose, I, I, I guess you could use a little more practice on your, <laughs> unless that's how, how you've had a lot of positive feedback on that line. I don't I, I know. really haven't. I got to be honest. But today we are doing classic cliffhangers, uh, Connell Knowledge, volume two. Hot, hot, hot. Because we've already done a Connell Knowledge. And this- pardon me, is, of course, the questions that we have received uh, during the pandemic, okay? Correct. These were cliffhangers we answered on Patreon. Yeah. And we want the free feed to get a little taste of this, which, by the way, it's never too late or too early 
to join to us in the carriage patreon.com slash ask Rana. That's right. You can see Rana eating ramen. You can watch all of the videos yeah. of us making this podcast and the Patreon podcast. You can join our book club, our uh, quiff, our movie club, all of it. Yeah. Oh, we have our watch parties. We're having a fabulous time. And it's very, I have to say, it's very intimate in the carriage house, as people will it hear is. from our answers. It it's is. just the two of us answering questions. No holds bad. That's right. If you ever feel crazy because you're like, wait, they referenced something that they seem like they're they know what they're talking about, but I never heard that. Yeah, honey, that's it's on the Patreon. The, it's between friends and the carriage house. That's right, Rana. Uh, so spring is coming, of course. People hubba, are starting hubba. to get vaccinated, flying off the shelves. That's right. And it's really into happening. arms, pardon me. Correct. And people are, of course, after a year of this, getting very randy. And yes, they want to play, as Margaret Cho would say. They have all kinds of pent-up energy that they're hoping to expend the minute they're sprung from their cages. So the cliffhangers we've gotten in the past few months, which will be no surprise to you, uh, you'd think that these people were locked in their chastity belts for the past decade and just found the case. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So Rana, as Rana said, this is called um, uh, a classic cliffhanger, Carnal Knowledge, Volume 2, and then I'm yep. adding this, colon, why don't you come in and come? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is similar to the lion voice. Oh, I don't even know where in your soul that comes from. <laughs> I have to say. Well, the I person you were say. just talking about, the pent up, all steamed up, yeah, ready to burst. I guess it is. I guess it is. Side it's of a me. Fine line between uh, complete aggression and uh, I don't know, coming on, coming on to somebody. I suppose. exactly. And also, I have to say, I'm very frustrated myself because the lobsterman's stomach is still killing him from when he got pounded out by that 87 year old man. <laughs> I'm sorry, pounded Juana. out. Is that I how know you I say that? Not, I shouldn't have said any of it. Is that an expression? Oh, you mean in the bushes and off the lin in Lynn? Correct. Yeah. You still jealous about that, or you two are back on? We're back on. I mean, I, you know, I got, I gave a good scream and a good, yeah. good sort of a finger wag. And yeah, sometimes um, a relationship needs a speed bump to get it back on track. That's right. And I went over to his mother's house and I said, your son is a whore. Yeah. Did, and she said, Meh. Yeah, something in Portuguese that you didn't understand. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, first off, we're going to start this episode. We've got truly something that comes up a lot. It's, I would call it even a tired trope in the gay storybook of life. Hooking, you, would, you would have, those have to be your words, not mine. Hooking up with a straight guy. Oh, yeah. We get this, this a lot. This does come up. This, we just, this surfaces over and over again, and they always want you to be on their side. And you Always, they, they set it up to where they're just like, this is the answer I want. You ready? You know, Brian, you know, of they sort of set it up like that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, they always want me on that. That's true. They always yeah. say like, Brian, you get think, it, right? You get it. You get yeah. it. And you absolutely, this is a non-negotiable for you. You don't get it. Yep. Yeah. This is, was about hooking up with a straight guy and the guy who wrote in said that he really was trying to be a counselor and a sage to help the straight man through his time of need, which is mm -hmm. why they hooked up. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just was not buying that. And I don't think you were either. Wrong. Well, no, because he ended up, he, he acted like he wanted to be this wonderful sage guide through life. And then he signed the letter, uh, gay, horny, and confused. So You're any right. idea that he-, he Horny didn't was the second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't sign it, uh, you know, looking to enlighten or something like that. So- That's right. You you showed your true colors front, okay? And everyone knows there's only one sage oh, bag of bones up in this joint. Old, bo <laughs> old bones Glickman, here we go. 
And if I remember correctly, this guy was about to move in with his girlfriend, too, if I'm not mistaken. You are so, absolutely right, Ron. Yeah, complicated. Here we go. I think, who read this? I have no I ideas. Did. Oh, real. Yes, keeps, I remember it well. This keeps happening. We're going to have to start. One of these days, I'm always Rona. reading the first question on Patreon. We're going to have to, next episode. There have been there have been weeks in a row where I have. So it, it does all come out, in, you know, If you in the think right that's way. true, then I suppose I'll believe you. So the next episode, you're reading, whether I read it or you read it, you're reading it on <laughs> Patreon. That's how I feel about it. Hi, Rana and Brian, and very special guest, of course. Not applicable. Here. I hope you all had the best of holidays. I am a single 26-year-old <sighs> gay man who is currently conflicted due to us. Okay, here we go. Remember this guy? Yeah, due to a sexy encounter with a straight friend of mine. So I thought, we'll call him Bobby. Here's some backstory. I've known Bobby since high school. He's always been low-key, kind, a bit grungy, but by curious question mark? I never imagined. He has a girlfriend that he's about to move in with. This always It's always right on the precipice when these things happen. Right. I invited him to a friend's house, and he went out of his way to drop something off for me. It was pot. He got very drunk, and toward the end of the night, as we were speaking, he began to pull me close to him. I'm talking his arms wrapped around my waist, looking directly into my eyes, and it was not in private. We were in plain sight. As I was leaving, he adamantly chose to leave with me. Once we were outside, he began to ramble incoherently about his sexuality and his curiosity, unprompted. He eventually asked me to kiss him on his cheek, which I did. Duh. 26. Then after 20 <laughs> minutes of, his, of him babbling, I finally asked him if I could just kiss him. We proceeded to have a passionate makeout session that I cannot stop thinking about. The only reason it didn't go any further was because he ended up puking and I brought him home. Well, what a vote of confidence. That was the only reason. Yeah, I love that. Because um, it was all perfect, except for the fact that this guy puked. He vomited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the next day, he thanked me for bringing him home, 26, and we left it at that. So here's my question. Do I leave it alone and pretend it never happened? Should I reach out to let him know I'm here if he needs to talk? He mentioned he doesn't have anyone to talk to about his sexuality, about his sexuality with. I really, really don't want to come off as predatory, but he made the moves and confided in me. Yes, he is about to move in with his girlfriend. No, I don't want to take advantage of him or make him uncomfortable, but it was a great kiss. And I see him in a completely different way now. Help, please, question mark. Best, gay, horny, and confused. P.S. Again. I never imagined this guy, one, being one, sexually fluid, two, interested in me, three, being a good kisser. Whoa. Welcome to the carriage house, everybody. All new members, welcome to the carriage house. Yeah. This is a, this is an issue that is, this is a common problem, apparently. Keeps, keeps, <laughs> keeps coming up. And people are dying to talk to Rana about it. <laughs> talk to you. They're talking to you, I think we all know. Both of us. They want you to give them permission, and then they want me to tell them what time it is. So I, I, they oh. don't really want me to. They want you to give them permission, and they want to see if I'm going to let them get away with it. That's well, usually This is all I'm going to say. 
I think the fact that you signed your letter and one of the things you just des- you signed it, one of the descriptors was horny yeah. means that you're not really interested in talking to him about his sexuality. Oh, please. Like, I think that's it's yeah. a nice thing to say, but what a joke. I that's you're not his what- best friend. You're, you're his counselor that's going to yeah. help him through this transitional time. Exactly. Yeah. Because you clearly <laughs> want to hook up with him again and, you know, do probably do more than make out, which God, why not? It was a fun time. And it sounds, listen, it sounds like he was really after you and needed to do something. Um, I think this is a lost cause. This is just chalk it up and move on because there isn't, um, he told you all this stuff about his sexuality when he was completely wasted. And I do think it's interesting. Um, you know, and sometimes people say like, they're the most honest when they're drunk. I don't always know if that's true. I think you could be also the most sloppy when you're drunk. You're the most confessional. Definitely the most confessional. Yes, but not Definitely the most the- honest. Yeah. And I actually, I'm going to let Rana take it from here because- No you way. really, no, you really picked up on something that I didn't think about, which is this idea that we saw, obviously the idea that we saw at the wedding with the groom wanting to give the priest the blowjob. Again, welcome to the carriage house. (laughs) While he was marrying a woman, by the way. Um, This seems to be like, this guy is needing some kind of, and I think this is what you were saying, last hurrah or something maybe, or just needed to really let loose and get drunk and throw up before he kept, before, you know, before he actually has to make the move into his girlfriend's place, potentially. Yeah. But this is, you just chalk this up to a fun time and great masturbation material for yeah, as long put it as you in the need wank it. bank. <laughs> I've never, <laughs> Rana, I've never heard that. I have never heard that. What? Never. How have you never heard that? I've never heard it, Rana, because you're, I'll tell you why. That is absolutely something that a New, Eng- a New Englander would say. I everybody see, says that. I don't know. I could see someone in Boston being like, put in your wank bank. They're gonna be light, they're gonna be lighting up the message boards on Patreon about how does Brian not know about the wank Please, bank? Please, but let me know and give me some other ones too. Maybe it's only straight guys that have a wank bank. Maybe, a wank bank. Maybe it's a straight uh a hetero male frat boys expression. Maybe that's it might why you be. don't know it. Yeah. I yeah. might be, which is why I believe that you know it because listen, even I'm the a professionals. Frat boy. In, what can I say? And even the professionals in Boston, Rana, are sort of rough around the edges like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you tell you tell me. You're the one who goes to these. Well, I'll bars, tell you that I these, think yeah, yeah. I go to the bars, but even <laughs> the people who at the city council meeting or at Shubies, <sighs> if there's a guy in there, it's a very. I mean, there is just a roughness sometimes. Yeah. Well, yeah. a woman too. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Anyway. What do I think? I think you're phony baloney full of it, just like Brian said, that you want to be this guy's guidance counselor, okay? That's yeah. just an excuse to have another reason to have an intimate conversation, which leads to somebody giving somebody a blowjob, okay? Yeah. We've all pulled that trick before. Oh, I'm the only one you could talk to. Oh, yeah. Forget about talking to him, Okay. This guy, I won't be surprised if this resur- this opportunity resurfaces again or if it already has. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't think he's quite the same as the molested minister. The molested minister, that was when the guy wanted, again, to be rammed hands-free, I believe On it was. His, at his wedding. <laughs> 
and invited the other guy to come to his room while his while bride was asleep next to him. Yeah. Uh, but that guy, I think, was getting a real charge out of the danger of the situation and the possibility of getting caught. You're and right. Of, and of exploding his whole life. That guy was, it, real, it was the real risk for him. Playing yeah. with fire type. Yeah. But it is this same idea that there are these men that are bisexual or have unresolved questions about their sexuality or things they haven't explored. These people are 26, 27, 24, right. 28. They're young. And, and this, it's, a di- it's a totally different world. I mean, yeah. he probably was comfortable being pulling you in in front of people because, like, who cares anymore, really? Yeah. You know? And lucky you, lucky all of you that get to do whatever. The world is an orgy now and everybody gets, the world is the court of Versailles now. Right, exactly. Everybody gets to do whatever they want to do. And oh my God, it's and terrific. cut to a year from now when really the oh, party starts. The roaring 2022. <laughs> exactly. Uh, when it is the 20s, I suppose, right? Yeah, Which, isn't It is funny? the 20s again, yeah. Isn't That's that so funny? funny. It's exactly 100 years later. Yeah. Hmm. But- Lucky all of you, except for the ones that are just truly straight as an arrow or gay as an arrow and don't want to do any of this other stuff. And they're the squares now. And everybody else is allowed to eat at the buffet all the time. And the squares are eating their Lunchables. Sure. All the time. Fine. But (laughs) but there's always people that just sort of know, always knew. And, you know, it's too bad because they always feel jealous of the people that are eating at the buffet. But then they're like, "Eh, I don't really know. I'm yep. not really into a croquembouche. What can I say? Yeah. So this or guy- Or a croque ambush. Yeah, croque ambush or a croque yeah. monsieur in a bush or who knows? Sure. Croque madame. Yeah. Croak it up. I've always known I'm not into a croque madame. That is something that I find women beautiful <laughs> and I find them sexy and all of that. But I just, I've never had the desire to have, to have sex with a woman. Imagining you in your curly wig again. I can't wait. We've My share or whatever type. The your Captain wig. Hook wig. The your Captain Cap- Hook yes. wig with the beauty mark, I the white face. I want you to look like the favorite. And I'm assuming there's a lot of rouge involved, right? Like, like Very. There's a lot of white face yeah. and a lot of rouge. Yeah. A lot of rouge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can uh, totally picture it on you. I think it's going to be great. I think so but, too, Rana. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt you think that. But <sighs> so here's the thing. Don't get emotionally involved with this guy. All right. It's not your job to lead him in. You're not, you're not the gateway. Okay. You're not Charon on the river sticks. That's going to help him cross over to the underworld. All right. Correct. This is just is what it is. You had a sexy hot night. It's in the wank bank. Yeah, you might absolutely. Get, you might get another one now that he knows that you're willing to, but yeah. this is a guy that is confused and is living a pretty, um, straight narrow life and is not confident enough to explore these other possibilities about himself without doing it without getting drunk to the point of throwing up yeah and that's just messy i mean yeah. i know you tw- i know you're 26 so what probably people are getting drunk and throwing up all the time and it's not that big a deal but when it's tied to an unresolved personal issue it's a little different than just going out and slamming back a few correct it's messy it is and it, and also at that point it's like yeah, you don't certainly don't want to be predatory and and then 
find reasons to get this guy drunk or who fucking knows. Not that you're going down that road, but just, I don't think it's predatory anyway. This no, guy's I don't a grown either. up who can make his own decisions. Of course, this guy didn't pounce on him. If it, I completely agree, but I think, um, I think like, why waste your time? This isn't going to be fun for you either. This is just a bonus item that might come up again. Yeah. And if it does, you can push it as far as you want to push it. And yeah. that's great. But there isn't really a way to rope this guy in. And I, and the whole thing with the girlfriend is just, look, this is life. Women, men, it doesn't matter. People are doing things behind people's backs all the time. Right. And it stinks. But it's also the way of the world on some level. And if you can avoid being involved in things like that, yeah. If it's not your personal drive that's putting you in, you know, if you're not in some place in your life where you feel you have to do this thing or, but you know, we had that question with the Andy Slavitt on the free feed about the woman who was having an offense, seemed to be having a wonderful time. Yeah. But that something was driving her to do that. Something is driving him to behave this way. Yeah. Take it when it drops into you. When the ball falls into your yard, you can play with it. That's my opinion. I agree. I think this guy knows he can go to you if he needs something. But I also think it's interesting because people always expect you to be, you, you very do whatever you need to do. But one of your things that people, I think, you don't ever think, you're, you always think, why waste your time with straight men? I do. Yeah. I just, it just seems to me like. You're very clear about that. And it's very funny because I think people keep thinking that you, you know, have experienced something the, like this? Or that this is the prize. That, right. That, you know, gay men and straight men, that that's somehow a conquest. And you are very pragmatic about that. Well, also, I think just because, like, first of all, I've never really had for any of my straight guy friends, I've never had a crush or a thing yeah. ever. I just have Even in high school? Even in high school, I really yeah. did. Well, I guess I thought guys were cute. Yeah, but that's, but was, high, that's just developing your taste sort of thing I was thing also anyway, so yeah. castrated in high school. I mean, Ronna, I didn't even masturbate for the first time until I was 19. Like, I was so afraid. I know you didn't want to hear. I mean, what kind of show is this? <laughs> what kind of show is this? And I haven't ever stopped. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> but I just wasn't even thinking in terms like that. But I yeah. get how it's a fantasy. You know, sure. just how, like, I think in, in porn even, there's a big fantasy of, like, stepmother, stepson, or, you know, that kind of thing. I suppose. But it's also just, like, what a dead end. Yeah, but isn't that healthy? Very I guess, healthy. I hope. Yeah. yeah. It's well, nice not to be, I mean, I, hooking up is, and being in a relationship is complicated enough without being like, yeah, the the, added having someone who's of, hiding all the time. Well, you know? and it's just masochism. You know that yeah. it's never going to work out. And it's like, what, what is, what is working out in this scenario? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. A, a hot affair with this guy? All right. If it falls into your lap, you're 26, you can do that if you want to. But right. it's just a path of destruction for him, really. And it would be so yeah. much more fun if this guy was secure in his sexuality, whether that meant he was bi or polyamorous or whatever, but that's just a whole well, other thing to deal with. You know, you that's what you think. But what this guy thinks, which is also very key in the last little PS here, the postscript. Again, I never imagined this guy being one sexually fluid, two interested in me. Mm -hmm. And so uh, letter writer is really enjoying, is getting a real charge out of the fact that this guy who maybe, maybe not had never had a gay experience before was found a letter writer, gay, horny and confused, so irresistible that he right. had to have it with him. It's like, yeah. Yeah. 
it's kind of like, oh my God, this is happening. Yeah. Well, he's so, well, so attracted to me. He had to hold his hands around my waist and look me straight in the eye. No. Wank bank. Wank bank. Wank. <laughs> <laughs> Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Rana here to tell you about one of my absolute favorite podcasts. Alison Rosen is your new best friend. It comes out twice a week, pardon me, on Mondays and on Thursdays, and it's hosted by none other than the fabulous Alison Rosen, who I'm telling you, all you have to do is listen for about 30 seconds to understand why she absolutely is your new best friend. People love spending time with Alison Rosen. On Mondays, her episode is a one-on-one where she goes in-depth with fabulous guests like Bobby Moynihan, Lorraine Newman, pardon me, Brian Safe, maybe you've heard of him, Camille Nanjiani, Emily Gordon, on and on and on and on. Phil Rosenthal's been on, excuse me. Scott Ackerman's been on, excuse me. Kulap and Suchin have been on, excuse me. Lauren Lapkus has been on, excuse me. This is just to name a few, pardon me. Uh, and on Thursdays, she does more of a round table with her fabulous whack pack of friends where they debate all kinds of things about their lives and what's going on in the world and, you know, whether two pieces of toast with butter is just butter on toast or whether that's a butter sandwich. I mean, that's the kind of hard-hitting stuff they're getting into on Alison Rosen. So listen to Alison Rosen as your new best friend on Mondays and Thursdays with Ever you get your podcasts and you can watch the Monday shows at youtube.com slash Alison Rosen. The day has come. Carriage House Sweetheart Cynthia Dupree Sweeney's sophomore novel, Good Company, is out today. So if you pre-ordered it, you should be in your mailbox or above your mailbox or under your mailbox. Look near your mailbox. It should be somewhere around there. Of course, it is available for purchase on Kindle or this or that. We have links in our bio to bookshop.org or to Amazon, whatever your pleasure is. Why not support local bookstores, however? But we are so delighted that Cynthia, who normally joins us for the Carriage House Book Club, pardon me, on Patreon, will be crossing over to the free feed on April 27th. So send us your questions and comments by April 20th, which we will address with Cynthia. And as of this writing, I, I, I can't get over it. The book is number one in books on Amazon. Not to mention Jenna uh, from Hoda and Jenna has chosen it as her selection for this month for her book club. It's beyond exciting. 
Many congratulations to our dear, dear friend, and we look forward to discussing and sharing with you on April 27th. Kiss, kiss, CHIPs. Get reading. Well, I think we gave some great advice. I think we were harsh, but we were fair. These mm-hmm. people write into us. We decide to answer their letter. We're not holding back. Excuse me. No. Excuse me. You want sex? That's fine. But you're not one of the squares eating their Lunchables. Oh, Remember that's that, right. Rana? Yeah, I do now. Remember that I said that the, the sexy people were not eating Lunchables. It's so, such a good metaphor, Rana. What was your Lunchable? Are you a Lunchable lover? Well, I found one in, in like, this was probably like a year ago that I liked. Yeah. It, oh, really? It was, it was, I mean, I've never had a Lunchable, so I wouldn't know. I used to love them. You know, I ate them more as an adult than as a kid. What's in a Lunchable? Wet Bologna? meat. Yeah. yeah. It could be wet, wet turkey. Meat. It could be wet turkey, wet bologna, yeah. wet, and then it's real dry white cheese. I would say Swiss, but I don't actually know if that's true. Provolone, maybe. Yeah. A few Ritz. This is the classic version. Yeah. And that's about it. And how, many, been, how many cracker sandwiches do you get out of a Lunchable? Like four uh-huh. or five. Yeah. But then some come with dessert, which, oh. can, which can sometimes, and some come with like a Capri Sun. What's a dessert? Like an Oreo cookie? Or like a pudding bowl, you know, like oh, a little- Oh, a pudding, yeah. A little Jello pudding. Or, sure. But now there are, some of them are supercharged to where you could do an entire little pizza in there and eat it cold. Ugh. That's the last one I had. Ugh. Cold pizza Lunchable. Yeah. Sexy, I think sexy, sponsored sexy. by Pizza Hut. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. All right. So listen, we get about, a hun- we get, I don't know, hundreds of letters a month here. We and really ask do. Rana with Ron and Brian Pond. Yeah. This is not some two bit operation. So Are we're you, getting volumes of mail coming through this place. I mean, Rana, this is a media empire. You have a lab yeah. for the coffee. Yeah. This is a fine, fine food conglomerate procurer. We we shift people to the right way to find exotic, rare, and yeah. beautiful things. So people are just on us with their lives. Honest. I mean, well, always yeah. wanted to ask yeah. this. Yeah. Every now and then, we think we get maybe a fake letter. Hazard we don't know for sure Hazard it's a of the game. Hazard of the game. Correct. So yeah. this ne- next cliffhanger, we're, we're just honestly not so sure about. It might be fake, but it's also absolutely bonkers. One of the most bonkers ones we've ever had. So here it is. The story of the best gay son. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of fake and not fake. Sure. We have a uh, letter today, which I'm pretty certain is safe, is fake. Okay. But uh, but who knows? We'll and see. I'm going to read it because I don't remember Please what happened. Please read it. Dear Rana and Brian, two yeah. days ago, I arrived in my hometown of Cleveland for two weeks of Christmas with my mom. I'm her only child, and I'm trying to be the best gay son I can be. Usually, mom comes to visit me in Los Angeles. I already take issue with this person. Because they said the best gay son? Yeah. I know, just be the what best son. What does it mean? What does that I guess, mean? I guess just he's going to buy his mom like a fur. Well, whatever. Just be the best son. You happen to be gay. You happen to not be gay. I mean, just Rana, this idea. I do have to say, though, a gay, I do. Jordan might be the exception, and that's a really all caps might be. But I, I will say that I do think that the stereotype, true or not, is that gay men take better care of their mothers than straight ones might. And do you believe that to be true? 
yeah, in my family. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're but, more involved, I guess, I, with it, their it mothers. Honestly, they stay connected to their mothers instead of losing them to their girlfriends, I suppose. It rubbed me the wrong way, too, because if you're the best gay, what does that mean, that you're just having sex in front of your mother? Well, let's get to paragraph two. Okay, sorry. No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not scolding you. I'm saying... Let's oh, get listening here because okay, here we go. we've got it. Because what I'm about to read is not the behavior of the best gay son. Okay, I can't wait. Be. Anyway, last night she had choir practice. So I used the opportunity to go to a gay club that never existed while I was growing up in the late 90s. Please keep okay. in mind, we just got this letter. It's not from last year. No, okay? this is from like a minute ago. This is from now. Right. This is from what are the numbers at? Over 300,000 deaths now, okay? Yeah. Oh, God, you're right. I met the most wonderful, handsome older man, and we hit it off immediately, talking and flirting for hours. It was the kind of thing you can see happening in a Christmas movie, as we had such a connection in that darkened bar under twinkling lights and holiday decorations. Three hours into the night. I cannot. I'm outraged at this person, Rona, but go ahead. It only gets worse. I actually might ban this person from the podcast at the end of this, but we'll see. They went to a club that was decorated for the holidays? Well, and it forced me to do a, a little, do a little digging. And it turns out in Cleveland, the bars, I thought this was, I know this is a fake, but I thought it was a deep fake. And the bars are open in Cleveland, but only till about 11 p.m., uh, 10 p.m. right now, I think. Okay. And if somebody wants to correct us, I hope they will. Three hours into the night, we pieced together a huge surprise I could never have imagined. This man knew my mom in the early 80s. He donated sperm to her because she was turning 38 and wanted to be a mother. This guy is my biological father. Wow. I don't know that it's fake, Rana. Just hold on. Okay. It turns out we had more in common than we could ever imagine. Oh, my God. DNA. Big... Yeah. Now I can see why I was attracted to him. He looked, uh, uh, he, uh, looked, uh, he looked exactly like me in 20 years. Now we know it's a gay son for sure. I was in such shock. I left the bar without taking or giving my number. I don't buy that for a second. Yeah, no, me neither. I basically ran out. I've been awake you ran out after three hours of talking to someone and finding out they were your long lost father. You didn't get any details. I doubt it. Uh. I've been awake all night at 4am. I needed a distraction and I reached for my phone. Glad to see I had an unlistened to episode of ask Rana. And by the way, I'm glad to hear you lost one night of sleep over this. <laughs> well, this is, this is that night. Supposedly. Okay. This is real time. This is in real time. Mm. I'm still awake and thought I might write to you for the first time. I don't know what my question is. I'm just stunned into into silence for once in my life. Where do I go from here? Please don't use my name. P.S. It goes without saying that I'm flushed with relief that I didn't completely sleep with this man before, you know. Now, so, I don't know that this letter's fake, but someone's lying to someone. And I actually think that older guy is pulling an absolute con. But how would he know to say, I knew your mother? And how could he know the details that the mother did use as sperm donor? Maybe this is his thing. But like, there is definitely, like in porn, you know how there's like the stepmom and the stepson and they get together. There is like a like stepdad, stepson, dad, son thing that gets people off. Maybe it's just. 
But it would still require, I mean, we don't know the conversation, so I suppose the son could have revealed that before the, he could have revealed that he was the product of a sperm donor before the other guy said it. But I, I mean, this feels, this feels like a phony baloney letter to me, but still willing to answer it. I don't know that the letter's phony. I just think maybe that guy lied. Um, because what does that mean? You you gave you were a sperm donor, and you don't really know when you're a sperm donor what specific person, unless they were close. Yes, unless they were friends and they yeah. worked at a theater together, and the mother was, you know, she was looking for somebody to be a sperm donor, and he said, "Sure." Right. So. So this kid's never asked who he's never asked who his father was, basically. You know what? Now, Rana. Now I'm thinking that you're right. Maybe it's a fake. Never in his life has he said, where did I come from? Right. He's 20-ish. Maybe he didn't. Some people don't want to know. Some people don't want to know. Like some people don't want to seek that out. You know what I mean? I suppose, but she never said, I mean, no one, I suppose. Even if he did have that information, he could still have this encounter where he met this person and said, you know, oh, what, you know, we're talking, we're talking, and what a surprise. Luke, I am your father. Take out your lightsaber. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Uh, And it does, it does seem like maybe he had enough, he knew he was the product of a sperm donor. Yeah, presumably, yeah. In order to even, I mean, if we're going on this being accurate. Yeah. But I can't, I mean, I just can't. So what's the, I mean, I don't know. Where do we go from here, Brian, is the question. I mean, I guess you, the first thing you have to do is say to your mom, I met someone last night who, and by the way, and also not to mention this mother was singing, these people want COVID. The first thing you need to do is take out the first paragraph of this letter where you say, I'm home trying to be the best gay son I can be. Because not only are you not being, are you being a poor son, a poor gay son, you're being a poor citizen. You're telling me you flew from Los Angeles to Cleveland and you went out the next night. Well, or, by the or way, three day, two days later, you just went out to a. The gay mother's bar. not a great citizen either. I mean, she's going in a room somewhere and singing with a group of people. Well, I of course agree that both of these people are out of their minds, and that yeah. I don't care. I'm going to say this for everybody, and I know it's Christmas, so I should probably be a little kinder than I'm being at the moment. No one wants that from this show, Anna. It's so true, but. <laughs> It doesn't matter what the rules are where you are. Have not have we not if we have not learned one thing from this year, have we not learned that none of these governments or anybody else knows what they're doing? There's been no direction from the top down. No. You should be listening to Anthony Fauci and you should be listening to your conscience. Just, That's what you should be it's listening. It's worse to. than it's ever been, Rana, and yet it seems like people care less than they ever did. Because they're fatigued. Yeah. And that is the thing I'm fatigued on. I'm, I'm fatigued with you. on their fatigue. That's yeah. what I'm fatigued about. We're, the, the, we're, the world's asking a few more months from you. Yeah. The vaccine is here. Is literally okay? here. It may not be in your arm yet, but it's here. And, and guess what? If one you get or sick two or more. get someone sick, there might not be a space for that person. Because you wanted to go to a bar because there wasn't one when you were growing up and now there is and isn't that fun? 
that, oh, if you have to be in Cleveland, isn't it fun that you get to go to a bar that night? No. I mean, what are we talking about? I know. What are we That's talking wild. about? A bar? Wild. The fact that they've kept bars open is so crazy to me. The place, so let's understand. So what's a bar for? It's a place where you go. And it's Cleveland, so it's not outdoors. It is a, excuse me, freezing yeah. in Cleveland. Yeah. You go to, it, what is a bar? It's a place where you go that they serve you alcoholic drinks so you can forget your cares for a little while, which means yep. that you lower your inhibitions. Absolutely. And that you, and that you uh, your decision-making abilities are necessarily impaired to a certain degree. Yeah. But mostly what it means is you're looser than when you came in. And you're there to hopefully talk to a stranger, mm-hmm. unless you've come with a companion. You mm-hmm. are there to chat up someone you have no, sure. you know nothing about. That's right. The only thing you know is they're just as dumb as you because they're there too. <laughs> you already have a lot in common. Yeah. <laughs> but I if you're going this- to a bar now, you can just assume that that's how whoever is living their lives. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Taking risks all over and the we're place. We're not talking about you staying in a small hotel and they know how many people are there and there's a little no. bar and the spacing people. That's not what we're talking about. No, we're, we're talking, talking about, about a gay bar in Cleveland. An enclosed space full of strangers. Yeah. I will also say this. I My first instinct is that either he, this guy was absolutely jerking off while he wrote this letter and this is a fantasy for him. Okay. Or it's a fantasy for the father or it's all just compl- or a fantasy for the person who wanted to make this up and pretend that he was this guy's father. So what, it's either one of their fantasies. Or somebody that wanted to jerk our leg. Or someone that wanted to jerk. Absolutely. Yeah. It's one of those things. If for any reason this is real, then of course you tell your mother that you met this guy who said this thing. And yeah. then, well, if you, except and, he doesn't want to tell his mother he was at the gay bar. So say you were t- giving um, her COVID. Say you were at Shoebies or whatever no, the Cleveland version is. It's not is. that it matters that he's gay. It matters that he probably doesn't want to tell his mother that he went out when she was at quiet practice. Well, say he took a walk around the block and, you know, slipped on a little bit of ice and then saw uh, carved in the sidewalk his mother's initials he and his guy's initials. just tell her what happened. I totally agree. Yeah. And see what she says to that. My feeling is also what's the deal here? You want to have a relationship with some guy that jerked off in a tube twenty years ago? Sure. Well, I mean that's up to you. If you want to, that's fine. But yeah. that was an arrangement between him and your mother, where he didn't really want to be a parent, and she and she just wanted to, you know, to get done what she needed to get done. If that's yep. the case, I mean, look, he's I a think grown there's man. A little role play happening here. Yeah, I mean he's a grown man. If he wants to have a relationship. With this guy, that's up to him. But don't Rana. expect his mother to be happy about it. Oh, I don't mean a sexual relationship, Brian. Oh, okay, yeah. But also, I just all those crossed wires. No, thank you. No thanks. It just seems like trouble. But yeah, our friend here likes to dabble in a little trouble because he likes to go to a bar in the middle of a pandemic. And he probably got off on the fact that his mom was singing him somewhere, and he was trying to get it in. This is free feed on a level. Yeah. That we haven't seen in the carriage house in a long time. We haven't talked about free feed versus Patreon in a long time. If this you is have free gathered your family around the television to watch this, don't listen to the previous few minutes. Oh, do you think people are watching this with this small child? You know, well, you Aunt Oscar could be listening. You are wearing a, a Santa hat. It's Rana. true. It's it looks very like deceiving. It's a, and Rudolph makes it seem like it's a children's special. It makes it seem like we're at a children's yeah, show. Yeah, it's true that Aunt Oscar could be listening. 
Because Aunt Oscar loves to listen. Fake or not fake, Brian? That was, I mean, that letter took us on some twists and some turns. And in our answer, pardon me, that I'm not sure I ever wanted to go on. I'm going to tell you something, Rana. I don't think it was fake. It just seemed like the details were so rich. Yeah. And I could sort of picture every single one of these things. And the biggest issue was not that he was going out. It was not that he was doing something in his gay sexual life. It was that it was COVID. He was living with his mother and he was going clubbing every night. In that Cleveland. Oh, yeah. the Christmas party. Correct. That with was no the quarantine. Issue. Yes. He showed up minutes. I mean, oh, God. Outrageous. Yeah. This yeah. one was outrageous. That is absolutely yeah. true, Rana. Yeah. I mean, really. What would Andy Slavitt say about that? Uh, you know what? I, where is he in our book club is what I want to know. Well, he said he wanted to join the book club. We never heard from him again. Like he's busy at the White House or something. Uh, well, when, and where is our invitation for the White House? Really, your invitation for the White House Hanukkah Our. Party, our I can't take me. someone's spot, Rana. I'm not Jewish. What, do spo- what does that have to do with anything? You're my plus one. You're right. Yeah. What do you mean you're I not am Jewish? your escort. Come on. Everyone knows it's in there somewhere. We better do a deep. We should do that. Who do you think you are? Whatever that show is. I think we should do a deep dive. We're going to find out that you're a Sephardic Jew at heart. I think that's what we're going to find out. We never know. You'll never. Rana. Yeah. What do you think about this time? Merrick Garland will be at the party, but I think people will be talking to him this time. He's back on top. Pardon me. Confirmed as the AJ. Pardon me. As the attorney general. Yeah. So. Uh, Merrick is going to get the last laugh at the hors d'oeuvre table, and we're going to be there to say it. He won't be there by himself this year, Anna. No, we're going to talk to him this time. So finally, last, definitely not least. No. Because this was truly one of the most graphic cliffhangers we've ever had. I don't even know if I can can relive this. Yeah. If you have children, throw them out the window. (laughs) Yeah. Immediately, not be, not because of the content of this question. No, just, just because you who can you take probably it. had enough of them at this point. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Honestly, Rana, the the thing is, is that the saltiness that starts all of this off isn't even the real problem. It's yeah. what happens after that that is truly yeah. embarrassing. So this is Kevin from Denver in all of his glory. Oh God, here we go. Rana. You would you like to read this question and regain your footing, or would you like to have it read to you? I'll read it because Naomi read it on the free fade. So does that mean you'd prefer to read it now? No, not at all. I to me, it's all about your experience. If you'd like Rana, to read to or do the reading, I'll do the reading. Okay, terrific. Okay. Good afternoon. And I'll say right now, I don't know if this is real or it isn't real. That's what I think. Here we go. But these, I'll people. be the one to decide that. I have a okay, hyper terrific. Okay. Good afternoon, Rana, Brian, and illustrious guest. In that case, Rana, it's sort of me this week. Yes, you are both. Well, you're not the guest here. You're the (laughs) co-host. So this is, but now that you're back, this is, you're illustrious. Thank you. Thank you. My name is, my name is Kevin and I am a gay man living in Denver. First of all, I adored the live Valentine's Day cabaret show this past weekend. It was fabulous. And the chat was out of control. Rana looked incredible with a gorgeous Negrana. Okay. My friend and I had to make our own to be a part of the show. Brian's shirt was a standout piece as well. Well, there you go. No, it was go- I love that shirt. I love that shirt. I love you Thank in you. that shirt. It's fun. It's flirty. It's sexy. It's throwback. It's modern. It has it all. It's my show shirt, Rana. Yeah. It's a terrific shirt. Now to my question. It's fairly racy. I had a romp in the sheets with a guy I met on Grindr. 
He left and I went to bed. The next morning, I was reminiscing about the experience and wishing he had Okay, and wishing he had finished himself on my chest <sighs> and face. So I thank sent, you. For, thank you for sharing. So I sent that detail. This letter is to the point. Well, that so detail him, was not in any way necessary. Oh, it isn't. Well, how? I mean, I, okay, maybe it is. I don't know. So I sent him a text message <laughs> expressing this to him. I However, as I was rereading the message a few minutes later, I realized I'd accidentally mentioned. Oh. <gasps> Message this to my boss. Yeah. Imagine the horror of not being able to take back a text message. I am horrified and do not know how to face my boss or how to get rid of the embarrassment of having my boss know what I enjoy in the boudoir. Please let me know how you would handle this. Cheers, Kevin. I'm going to tell you something, Rana. I yeah. fully believe it. But you believe it and you believe... Well, here's my problem is timing. Because by the time it comes to us and... We answer it, et cetera, et cetera. This guy has either dealt with it or, or I mean, True. he has to okay. have been yeah. dealt with You're right. Now. He's not actually seeking advice. He wants to tell us a crazy story. He wants to tell us a crazy story. And it's also one of those, what would you have done questions, which I'm not crazy about what would you have done questions. I'm interested in people that need real world, real time advice. Well, I, I guess I would love to know what the text said. Because if it said like, I wish you had climaxed or hum on my chest and face. Or jizzed. Jizzed or splooged <laughs> or funked, you know, any oh, of them. <laughs> funked. Oh, I have never heard that expression. Oh, that to me is the equivalent of all those sandwiches I read about this It morning. is pretty. That is actually oh. a horrifying phrase. I'm with oh. you. Or, oh. you know, shot or any of those things. Uh-huh. Um, why does it matter what the descriptor was? It, oh, it doesn't. Be, oh, because <laughs> if he had said, I wish you would have finished on my face and chest, there might be some web you could weave about, because you didn't say climax, you didn't say come, you didn't say funk. But there might be- Oh, s- no. You don't Everyone think. knows what's Everyone going knows. on here. And here's the other thing. It's some guy he met on Grinder. He didn't pr- politely say, oh, hi, uh, just wanted to say thanks so much for a lovely evening. You're right. I wish you had politely finished on my chest. He said, I wish you had shot All your giant salty load. Wow. All, all over my Harry, I mean, this was a this was a grind text. Yes, I wish you would. First of all, why and you're right. He probably started this off being like, "That was hot as fuck." I wish you would have come all over me. Yeah, right. I wish you That's took your giant banana cock and exactly shot, you know, and, and spread those seeds yes. all over my garden. Yeah, this wasn't uh, this wasn't just some sort of oh, thanks, mate. Uh, hope you had a lovely time too. <laughs> wish you know. No, this was graphic, I, I and don't, that. Is the situation? Oh boy, I don't Why know. Why do Rana, people what would you message do? outside of the app? That's what I can't understand. I, you know, I've never really understood that either. When because some people sometimes say, like, "Oh, do you want to take this off the app, or do can I? Do you want to just text? It'll be." They always say it'll be easier. I'm like, how is it easier? It's the I mean, same it's thing. It's slightly easier because you, I don't know. Look, I'm not on Grindr. I don't know what the interface is. But this is sort of like when somebody messages you on Facebook and you think, ugh, I have to go over there. That's true. I don't true. even want to read anything on there, let alone, you know. But see, what I think part of it is, which is not a silly move, I think sometimes yeah. you can look people up by their phone number, even on Facebook, and you can see who they are. Um. I don't know that people are doing that, but you probably could. 
So this was just though an overnight, I mean, this was a quick romp. This was just a, you know, so you for my first piece of advice is if you want to speak graphically with somebody, keep it in the app. Keep it it great point. If you want to send pictures, if you want to be nasty. Isn't that the point of the app? Yes. I assume the app has some security protections around it, that it's either encrypted or- Well, and also- Of course, you you can take screenshots and people can do that sort of thing, but- That's true, but it's not. it doesn't have to be up to the other person to delete the text. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can delete the messages. Oh, can you? Oh, that's good. Yeah. And no one else in your contact list is in the app. You're only having a closed conversation with that. There's no confusion. Accidentally. You guys, I don't, again, I don't know how it works, but I suppose you could accidentally message another person you were messaging. But the stakes are so low. Yeah, who cares at that point? Who cares? I, I don't think you, I don't, I think the only thing you can do in this situation for me is I would, Maybe text my boss and say, I'm so sorry. That wasn't intended for you. Completely inappropriate. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I would not confront this person face-to-face. I think that would what make do everybody you want to uncomfortable. Yeah. Yes. And would you say also, anything, Rana? As far, yeah, I would say, obviously, that wasn't for you. I'm very embarrassed. Or something to that effect. Uh, you know, would be great if you delete it. Something, you know. But obviously, I'm embarrassed, you know. But honestly, as far as, I don't know, kinks or this or that go, I don't know if your boss is a straight man or a straight woman or a gay woman or this or that, but it doesn't really matter because uh, as far as crazy things for people to do to each other goes, that's pretty tame. True. Yeah, you're right. it's, It's not everybody's taste, but it's not something that nobody's heard of. Is it, I wonder if it's a fireable offense. Well, if they fire you over this, they were looking for a reason to fire you. So, I mean, you know, uh, is it, have you sent an obscene, explicit text to your boss? Yes, you have. Mm. But if they fire you over it, it's because they wanted to fire you. Not be, I mean, congratulations, you gave them an excuse. But not, this would not be the reason that they fire you. This would be the excuse for firing you. Yep. Yeah. I think that's right. And also, like, I'm sure they know. I'm sure they know you're gay. Um, and I do. Some, oh, I don't know where I was going with that. They don't want to talk about this. They don't. Nobody don't bring wants it up. To talk about this. No. Unless you have a hilarious, fun, hysterical boss who wants to right. tease you about it for the next however long. But they don't want to touch it either. Yeah. They don't nope. This is an HR nightmare. Nobody wants to touch this. Yeah. Again, only if they're looking for a reason to fire you. And if you gave them one, you gave them one. But I'm sure that that's complicated too in terms of employment law, et cetera, et cetera. But look, it's an embarrassing thing that happened. These things happen. People, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a week of being completely mortified. And, but all you, what can you do? It already happened. Yeah, you can't really. All you can do is apologize and figure out how to move on. Yep. But of course. And I would have done it right then and there over text before going back to work. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I can only assume this has already been resolved, but there he is putting his name on this. So I don't know. And you're absolutely. Denver. I know. You're absolutely right, Rana, in that um, he's probably high anyway, the boss. He doesn't even know what's going on in Denver. But also, Rana. Take him to that restaurant you always talk about. 
Ah, to my uh, to the uh, what's it called? The Mexican it, place. It is the swimming with the, pool with the cliff divers. The cliff divers. I can't remember. Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita. <laughs> Take him to Casa Bonita. No, that could give mixed signals. But I think you're right, it, Rana, in that. Um, uh, yeah, just uh, keep the chat on the Obviously, this wasn't grinder. meant for you. I'm deeply embarrassed. It will never happen again. And just don't chat dirty. Keep it all in the in the grinder place. There's nothing that wrong with what you said. Everybody, but just, exactly. Uh, of course, if you don't look, it's just about minimizing the collateral damage. Totally. Yeah, it's the same reason why you should pick up the phone if you have something really sensitive that you want. Yes, tell exactly. Yeah. Don't leave a yeah. paper trail. Ah, <laughs> uh, Rana, that text. Oh, and that's it. Thank God. Are you Thank kidding God. me? Yeah. This was a total smut fest, this episode. I couldn't agree less. This is why I was saying the other day that I'm not sure what this show has become. Well, and this I, has become somehow the bulletin board for people to write to us about finishing on people and yeah. how to deal with their bosses. Penthouse letters. Yeah. And then someone else wrote in and said, oh, in fairness to Kevin, he also posted this during the live show. What does that have to do with me? Whether it's, I mean, really, all of this is just mental. Smut, smut, smut. Smut. But I do think there is an opportunity here for us, Rana, to go from advice show to submit your own pornography, not video, text. Text based, you mean like dirty letters? Dirty letters. Okay. I don't know if that's that's what you envisioned in the beginning. (laughs) Frankly, it's what I always envisioned. Okay. But, so you're hoping this becomes like a penthouse lettuce kind of podcast. Yeah, you we could have, be like Robin yeah, Bird. Yeah, yeah. But we're not here to judge. Yeah, I am. Okay, okay I am. Enough. Yeah, thank you very much. And thank so, you very much for the letters. Please keep them coming. We'll yes. keep our answers coming as long as you keep coming. Ugh, All right. Thank you, Shecky. Uh, a special thank you to our staff, of course, yes. for pulling this fabulous episode together. Yeah, more more Emma than Dante. Rana, honestly. More more Tony than Adam. You get the idea. He's the one who told us her name was Lydia Millett. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with this. I guess not. This is an Emma. Emma is the one who really has to pull the cliffhangers together. I mean, let's be honest, you know. True. And and Tony, of course, is the- uh, Color. Show historian. Oh. creative liaison. You know, he really keeps an eye on what's going on in the uh, dark, on- dark rooms and dark chat rooms of this of this community. Is he the color of these, Rana? C-U-L-L? Oh, the color. He is the color. Yeah. I realized I said he's the color, and then I was like, not what everyone's thinking I said. Oh, I, I thought C-U-L-L-E-R. you meant like color commentary. The color. Yes, he is the curator. Yes, excuse me. Correct. Of these crazy cliffhangers. Love so it. if you if you uh, totally bowled over and offended, it, to write to Tony. That's me. right. That's right. Uh, so don't forget to join us on Patreon for even more bonus smut every Friday. Pardon me. Yep. Um, Five dollars gets you into the carriage house. Ten dollars gets you sauna privileges where you can see the episode, which really is a lot of fun. I don't dress up in my squirt every day for nothing, Rana. That's true. That's a hundred percent true. You don't wear, wear your squat so people can't comment on your legs. Pardon me. Correct, Rana. Uh, and we're having so much fun there. But you know, if you're a Patreon member, a you don't have to wait for these answers because you get them every week. True. All these fun because the cliffhangers have been through the roof lately. They have been. Uh, I've been hanging on that cliff every week. And b, uh, you know, 
you get to do things like force me to eat raw ramen or whatever it is. So, what do you think about the fact that Mr. Big's not going to be in Sex in the City? Well, he's on the Queen Latifah's show, so he probably couldn't do two shows, is my guess. But I see. He's still handsome, Chris Noth. I guess. I think they're going to say he's dead in this, is what I've. A rumor. Oh, really? That's a rumor. Yeah, that he died. Probably to get her to date again. I don't know. I guess. I mean, I guess, yeah, they don't want to deal with a divorce or this or that. Right. But I mean, that's a lot to hang up. I, I agree. I agree. Doesn't I just, it's a rumor going around. Who knows? And no one would have believed, uh, what? No one wouldn't believe that it didn't work out between them. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know. But I get He was not my cup of tea, Rana. I was an Aiden. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I was a neither. I was definitely a neither. Yeah. Yeah. I was a neither. Yeah. I liked John Corbett on Northern Exposure back when he you was. Know, on, I never saw yeah. that show, but I know that he was on it, and so was that woman. But the he's uh, very charming, John Corbett, but uh, limited, limited range, Look, limited range, but. Maybe some of the outtakes of that show are as smutty as this show. I don't know. We'll have, to talk. Know. we'll have to talk to Michael Patrick King and see if he has some lost footage he, he wants to share with us. Yeah. I'm sure we'd love to see it. All right, dear. Well, that's it. And if Michael classic- Patrick King is listening, would it kill Carrie and Charlotte and Miranda to write in to ask Rana about a question? They're not real people. You do know that. I know, Rana, but I'm just saying they don't know that. Yeah. That's true. They don't know. They don't know that they're not real. That's true. Uh, all right, dear. So that'll wrap it up for Classic Cliffhangers, Connell Knowledge Volume 2. Yes. We will see you on Patreon, and we will uh, see you ne- next week in the free fade. See you there. Kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.